the Podfix Network. Hello and welcome to the 150th. Wait. Hello and welcome to the 155th episode of the Filmmakers Podcast. It is a lock in, ladies and gentlemen. It is a lock in. This is a podcast where we talk filmmaking from indie films to studio films and everything in between. How to get them made, how to make them and how to try to F it up. In a very, very humble opinion, we are locked in. That is correct. The announcement has just happened. It's three weeks uh, where we're not allowed out uh, unless it's for essentials. So before I get back to that and what we can do to help ourselves get through, I'm going to tell you about this week's episode, which is with Diane and Paul Knight and myself and Ian Sharp, producer, actor extraordinaire. Um, we recorded way before any of this madness happened. So obviously we do not talk about it at all, but I wanted to get that podcast to you because it is inspiring, because they talk about how they made their indie film, 24 Little Hours, in eight days it is inspiring paul has been on the podcast before in episodes 31 and 32 when he talked about his 19.6 million tax scam and the issues he had with landscape of lies uh which he now owns and has released and it is a joy and you should see it and support indie films as well as 24 little hours so we do go into depth about how you can make indie films about how you can get off your ass and do it so that is all to come. But obviously right now, it's not the easiest time to get off your ass and do it. It's difficult. I know. But saying that, I have not been busier since I've been locked in. I have not stopped. Uh, I have <laughs> been developing projects. I've been writing another project with someone. I've been delivering Nights of Camelot, which is supposed to be coming out in July. So that, which we've picture locked, is pretty much ready just doing final tweaks on the score final bits of vfx and it is pretty much ready which is crazy so we've had so much to do that and wrapping up the tv show as well so i haven't stopped haven't had time i've still got so much to do right now but i wanted to read out this tweet to you because i know we're all we're all a little pressured right now and we're all worried about what's going to happen for us creatives and the honest honest answer is i don't know all i know is you can just prepare yourself to be ready for when this ends. So I thought I'd read this tweet that I found and then I put out myself and pretended it was mine Um, uh, because it was anonymous, so I I could. Um, Here it is. I know this. When this ends, and it will, every game will sell out. Every restaurant will have a two-hour wait. Every kid will be glad to be in school. Everyone will love their job. The stock market will skyrocket. And we'll all embrace and shake hands. That's going to be a pretty good day. Hang in there, world. Anonymous. And I thought, yeah, because what else can we do? Look after ourselves. Stay healthy, of course. Help anyone you can in need. But hang in there. And while you're hanging in there, do something about it. You've always wanted to write that novel. Write that novel. You've always wanted to landscape your garden. Now's your perfect chance. If you've always wanted to write that script, the one that eluded you, you have nothing to lose. And I tell you what, there is thousands of other people out there right now who'll go, yeah, I'll read yours if you read mine. 
There's plenty of actors who go, yeah, yeah, let's get on Zoom conferencing and let's read that for you. Because people want to be creative and proactive and do something, this is a perfect opportunity for you. Grab it with both hands. Do not waste this. Do not sit around watching Netflix and whatever else right now. Do that, of course. Do your thing. Do whatever makes it work for you. But don't waste this opportunity. Honestly. So, with that in mind, the Make Your Film event, which was supposed to be this uh, coming Wednesday, is obviously not happening. So, what myself and Dom Lamoire are going to do is we're going to do some live um, streaming sort of events on Zoom conferencing or Google Hangouts. So, look out for those very soon. Get on our Twitter, at FilmmakersPod, which means all those lovely listeners who are all around the world can jump in and get involved in that as well um we don't know exactly what we're doing yet but it will happen and will be announced very soon but the idea is everyone can carry on be creative and feel happy and safe in in the environment that we've created the indie film world so if that's you then look out for that if you don't know who i am i'm giles alderson i'm a writer director and i'm a producer and my feature film uh, that i wrote and directed i wrote it with johnny grant the dare is available in the US or in Canada. So if you are in either of those two places and you like horror or you like psychological, dark, twisty, fun, uh, emotional, with a point horror, (laughs) then do check out The Dare. Links to that are in the show notes. And if you're anywhere else in the world, do check out A Serial Killer's Guide to Life that I produced uh, for Staten Cousins Row and Poppy Row. I produced with Charity Wakefield as well as those two lovely people as well. Serial Killer's Guide to Life is available also now. Do check out both those films. A couple of shout-outs for those people who were fantastic last week uh, and really enjoyed our Francis Anan. Um, episode which is all about his Daniel Radcliffe starring Escape from Pretoria thank you those who uh, gave us so much love Rob Hackett Henna H um, Sam Evans Oliver Carson um, so many people um, of Dan Knight obviously but she's on this podcast so we can shout her out so many times <laughs> as well uh, Sarah Thomas as well so many others thank you so much um, huge shout out to Robin McCain who's edited the last two podcasts for us I'm doing this one because it was myself Diane and, um, and Paul and Ian so I was like well I might as well do this one Ian is a producer of movies including Kickoff, Pleasure Island, The Marker, uh, A Northern Soul and Holston uh, as well as starring in some, some brilliant TV and films including Bulletproof which is out now in the UK, Happy Valley and coming up he's going to be in Legacy with Luke Goss, Twist uh, with Michael Caine and of course Arthur and Merlin Knights for Camelot which is my directed movie he has been on the podcast before in fact it's episode 85 where we go in depth about his career so if you do want to listen to that uh, go find it just type in Ian Sharp and type in the Filmmakers Podcast and you will find it listen I am going to keep doing these for you we are going to keep doing these whoever I can rope in whether it's Dom Robbie uh, CJ Andy Dan whoever the hell I can rope in to do these with me I will because I feel, well, for one, why not? I love doing this. I love speaking to you guys. But also, I think we all kind of want it, right? Um, If you keep listening and downloading as you do in your thousands and thousands, then I'll keep doing these. Um, Even through all these tough times and we don't know what's going on. But hopefully these can inspire you enough uh, to keep you going because it's going to be mad. It's going to get mad. It's going to get crazy. So next week's episode is very likely uh, to be the vivarium 
uh, episode that Robbie McCain recorded with director Lorcan Finnegan. Now, this film um, was originally going to be cinema release, and this is happening a lot now, and people are jumping and putting them online. Um, so this stars Imogen Poots and Jesse Eisenberg, uh, obviously star of The Social Network and uh, Zombieland, etc., etc. Um, and this was recorded a while ago. So, but we knew the release was going to be here, and this was the only time that Lorcan was in the country. So I think it was recorded in October, Robbie. So that might be next week, or it might be the Alex Ferrari episode, where we're giving away one copy of his fantastic, fantastic book, Rise of the Film Entrepreneur. Uh, it's really wonderful. Um, so either one of those, look forward to that next week. I'll announce sometime, uh, probably Monday. So what do I need to tell you? I need to tell you to be strong, um, to stay sane. And if you can, collaborate with other people online, email people, uh, message me on uh, Twitter if you've got any questions, get in touch. Honestly, now's the time to do it. If you need help, there are so many people willing to help. <sighs> we can do this. We can do this. Right, here it is. Uh, this week's Filmmakers Podcast episode with uh, Paul Knight and for the very first time ever on a podcast in a public appearance Diane Knight please give them a warm welcome on Twitter please shout her out because she's fantastic at the independent scene show her some love uh, and send a message um, she is on at Candy's Treats on Twitter so here we go this is this week's uh, episode enjoy we're here to talk about uh, 24 Hours in London, a.k.a. 24 Little Hours. Um, we are here with Paul Knight, director, producer, writer, and we're here with Diane Knight. Hello. Uh, producer. And we're here with Ian Sharp as well, who's co-hosting with me today. Oh, yeah. No, wow. How are you doing, Sharp? Are you all I'm right? I'm all right, mate. A bit nervous, but I'm all right. <laughs> You're a bit nervous. I love <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I'm on the spot now, aren't I? I know. So, now it's, yeah, and yeah. we are in um, we are in the casting Ca so studio, yeah, Rob right Kelly's now. casting office. Yeah, here we are indeed. And Central he's very London. kindly let us use this for the evening. For sure. Because we struggled to find a little venue to, to record did. this in. We've been trying to do it for a while, haven't we? We have, yeah. And now here we are doing this podcast and it's I'm very a bit, excited. A little bit hard to tie me down, wasn't it? Yes. You're a worker. You're constantly <laughs> working. What's all that about? <laughs> I know. As a producer, Sharpie's like, nah, I, don't, you know, I mean, I'm free whenever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Paul, the film's been out a little while now. Right. Three weeks, yeah. Three yeah. weeks. Yeah. Um, where do you feel your... Just let me test that. Uh, three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> it's been out three weeks. How long has it been out? <laughs> what are you eating? I've, well, I'm just getting over a cold, you see, oh. so I'm trying to keep my throat <clears throat> lubricated. Nice. Three yeah. weeks. No, ready? Yeah. Three weeks. <laughs> I'm keeping on that. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got that. Three weeks. Yeah. How exciting is that, right? Second big movie. Well, you've done loads, but, you know, in terms of you, Paul Knight, yeah. in the mm. space of, you know, two years since I've known you, yeah. you're on this podcast in episode 31 and 32. It's a double header. There's not many people get that accolade. I know. We're very lucky with that one. Yeah. yeah. And it's done really well. If you haven't heard this podcast, Paul talks about his experience and the 19.6 million tax scam, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds... Unbelievable. And if we weren't responsible for, can I just no, say? No, and Paul was not responsible for it. But yet he battled back and got his film back and got it released. Yeah. Um, which is... That was a slog, wasn't that it? That was a... Yeah. <laughs> still, I still have postcards from the tax man, actually. Do they? Do you? From, from the case. 
Really? Yeah, they contact me once a year to see how I'm doing. With the postcard saying, yeah. hey, I'm in the Bahamas. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Paul, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Why not? There you are. Do you owe us any money still? No. No, it's, no, it's all good now, yeah. right? Yeah? Yeah. Because um, yeah. we last talked when that film was just about to come out. It was around that time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, his, it was, it was yeah. his um, screening, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Let's talk there. Let's talk about how well that did and we'll move into making 24 Hours in London and how that worked out. So what happened after that sort of time and getting the film out and it was yours? It was, um, yeah, well, to be fair, the adrenaline's over, isn't it? As a filmmaker, it's always, you get it to the post and it's like, yeah, Yeah. because it's taken out your hands. It's, It's down to the public. It's down to whoever. You have no control over anything. You have to put up with the negative reviews, the good reviews, the chasing of monies, the you know the publicising. Obviously, I got dying, so a lot of the social media work's done. Around. For me, that's it. There's no enjoyment for me on that side. It's it's like you're done. It's like you have the kid that's born, and it's like you hand it over to the mum, and then that's it. <laughs> so, I think that's really interesting because I actually before coming here today and thinking about what we talk about, I was like, I really want to talk about that whole moment after a film gets released. You know, uh, Twenty Four Hours in London, uh, three weeks ago, and that whole feeling of almost like you build up to the yeah, moment yeah. of release of yeah. your film mm. and then suddenly it's like oh yeah right i've lost all my friends to go watch yeah. it mm. i've had the screenings yeah. i've mm. had a premiere if you're lucky yeah. Yeah. might have been ages mm. ago the festivals were ages yeah. ago and suddenly there's this weird and dead space right mm. yeah completely yeah yeah it comes out and then you are and you know you you, obviously you try, weeks, obviously yeah. i'm trying to you know get everyone to go see it on on social media and everything and but but it is kind of and a bit of an anticlimax almost because it's like it's out you've you've worked so hard on it for however long you've worked on it um you know it could be one two years whatever it was for us it was probably quicker but <laughs> um <laughs> but you do it and then it's it comes and you're 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 the worst for it aren't you paul because you're like he when it comes out that's it it's finished mm. yeah really? like for paul yeah, it's yeah. finished it's done <laughs> right, you, you won't do sort of, you won't do any, well, you did Q&As and stuff, and you did bits and pieces oh, and maybe well, a bit like of interviews. Say, yeah. We did the yeah, Q&A with the screening, yeah, and we'll do like these kind of talks. But after two weeks, you know, you've had two other new movies knock your film further down the charts, mm-hmm. you've had... Like, Reviews all over the place yeah, and that yeah. All the haters coming out, <laughs> giving it one out of ten. <laughs> I mean, do, you, of do you read the reviews and you spend time on that? I, I read the review. I don't take none to heart. Yeah. But I do read them. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, we, it's that whole, because we're doing that now with the serial killers and mm, the dare's out. Yeah. So it's that little bit, the reviews are coming in yeah. because we're doing the festivals. It's that whole big, you know, yeah. pre thing. And it's that horrible, some great reviews. And you're like, yeah. over the moon, there's just one or two shitty ones. You'll just it? focus on that, right? You focus <laughs> yeah. on You that. do. Yeah, you yeah, do. Of course. How it's do we stop that? that? You just want to read through and say, give me your email address, mate. Let's have a conversation. I'll show you. You know what I mean? Why don't you come meet me for a coffee somewhere? Well, we'll discuss it. Yeah, that's right. You stay behind your keyboard ten miles away, don't you? Well, that's it. A a lot of these reviewers haven't made movies. They don't understand what we go through, and it is so hard making a movie. We have to compromise constantly, right? And I think that's what a lot of filmmakers out there trying to be filmmakers and reviewers don't understand Mm. is how difficult that is to get it out. It's a miracle, right? To get it in release, to get it near the top of the charts, is a huge thing. Yeah, I mean, even for, even for us, I mean, obviously we charted in in the HMV and Asda. Yeah, yeah, you and were all the, you know, yeah. actually even just getting a film in the shops was like mm. it's an achievement. Yeah. Yeah. Just finishing a film, you, completely. You've already won, you know. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but completely. I think the physical release was 
was well, a big thing for yeah, us, yeah, a lot wasn't of it? Yeah. We talked to, you know, they do the VOD, they put um, up themselves. Or the um, digital on yeah. iTunes and all that sort of thing. But, um, but to get that physical copy, it's like, okay, well, perhaps we're one step ahead of some, the next person sort of thing. Mm. But yeah. That, that, yeah, that was like exciting just to see in the shops, to go into a shop and see a physical DVD on the shelf. Like, that was exciting. Yeah, yeah, it must mm. be. But then, yeah, like, you were straight on, like, I'm like, oh, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this podcast? Can you do this? Can you do this to Paul? Yeah. And Paul's like, I'm working on the next one. Like, yeah. what? I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I find that really strange, isn't it? How the whole, that build-up's amazing. And mm. then suddenly that first week's full on build-up, build-up, build-up. Tweets, yeah. it's out, it's out, it's yeah. out. Yeah. Suddenly a week yeah. later, oh, I'm doing the same sort of yeah, tweets yeah. again. Yeah. The film's still out, everyone. If you haven't seen it, please do. Here's yeah. a new review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third yeah. week. Uh-oh. Yeah. Mm, yeah, what do you do? You what, yeah. what? You're a bit tired of like well, doing that by I was, then. I was going to say, I by am. week three, it got released in the US. So oh, something extra push. different. Yes. Mm. But of course, because it's called still called 24 Little Hours in the US, mm. and obviously 24, 24 hours, hours in London. In London. London. shaking your head because yes. I, I know why as well. We'll come yeah. to that. In the, in the UK. The change of title. Um, so it did give something new for that third week. And obviously we've got the rest of the world release coming out. So Australia, New Zealand, uh, Tobago, Bahamas, all the English speaking territories, territories that are out yeah. there. When is that? Is that-, that? Well, that should be within the next four weeks. Oh, well, at least then you've got that to build to mm. and look forward to. But yeah. you're right. There's that lull, isn't there, where yeah. you go, oh, it's out. Yeah. Ooh, it's out you, you can only push the... So People get a bit bored of that one. Yeah, no, it's like, please click here, please yeah. click here. It's like, yeah, yeah, we've done that now, and um, we've passed that. And that's the thing, how do we do that? And that whole disappointment, and it's maybe that's not the right word, the sort of anticlimactic yeah. as filmmakers that yeah. we go through. Mm-hmm. I think actors the same, they sort of get to that point, hey, my film's out, and then mm. that whole drop. Yeah, it's kind yeah. Of gone, How's yeah. it for you, Sharpie, then? Because yeah. you've had quite a few films out now, and that, that feeling of going through that. I think it's the same. I think whatever, wherever you are, really, um, there is that kind of anti-climax. I mean, you, you just hope that it has an impact somewhere. Somebody sees it and just, I don't know, sounds a bit corny, but it inspires someone else to go off and make their own film. So mm. that's, I just kind of live with that. Um, but you're right. I mean, it's, 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 especially when you, you know, you've put your heart and soul into something and you've put it out there in the world and ultimately, ultimately everybody just pans it, you know, and the, you do mm-hmm. like, you have no idea what it's taken the years of sacrifice to kind of make something. And it's so easy to shoot down. So, um, I think just take solace from the fact that you've done something, you finished it, you've got it out there in the world. It will make its mark somewhere. I think you've won. Just take take that take you know, that and that. then work on the next one right yeah. i think yeah. that's the yeah. thing yeah because i think it's, you can go through a bit of depression i think yeah. i think so yeah for yeah. Sure. Well, yeah well you Definitely. say that obviously what ian just said but for me i know i shouldn't say this no please the uh the biggest thrill i got from it the pop was when i started seeing it on the download sites <laughs> the pirated sites because i thought someone's took the time out to rip my film fair place and all put, put, put it on you know someone's server that they have to hide so they don't get caught out by whoever and, yeah. and it's like that's now gone viral because it's on like 50 different sites i won't name them but you know it's mm. out there and you think yeah. you know what Someone must have liked it. <laughs> well, well, for see, me, that pisses me off. Sorry, am I <laughs> yeah, of course you are. Of course, and you can swear as much as you like. I, I think I'm I'm on the balance with this. I was mm. listening to Indie Film Hustle podcast, and he had a real good rant yeah. about this. Yeah. And he was very much like, um, "I, it's okay." 
it means that your film is worth something. Mm. And at the end of the day, you're probably not going to make that much from those downloads. No. No. Those That's people are not, not going to go yeah. buy your film. True. But now they'll have heard of you. They'll look you up. As long as they don't write a shitty review. And mm. this is what pisses me off. Yeah. Mm. If you're going to download a movie for free, do not write a shitty review if you don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Shut yeah. the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Why should you? We've worked no. out this. Piss off. You didn't pay anything for yeah. it. Yeah. And you're going to write shit review. No. Completely. But what point you're saying, Paul, is the fact that your movie is out there. People are talking about your name is in the mix for mm. other stuff. And yeah. Yeah. You might not make any money from that, but we didn't really set out to make become millionaires from these indie films. It'd be nice, but come on, we you no. know be realistic. No. Yeah. No. You're lucky not to break even, and totally. that distributors will take all that. Sales yeah. teams take all that. Yeah. Which you know that's how it works. True. So I suppose it. Like you say, that side of it's cool, but yeah. the depression mm. side in between of that, oh, wow, my movie, the highs and yeah. lows. Yeah. I think it comes yeah. with anything, right? Yeah. That's why you dive, um, Paul dives straight into his next project. Like he starts writing or like developing something else mm. like straight away because he can't stand that quiet time. Yes. But um, I think that's how you stay sane. Yeah, well, You go is, back yeah. to work, don't you? You yeah. go back to that mode again. So that's how I think that's a, a good thing. Well, especially personally. Aaron, because obviously, as, as you all know, you make, when you're at our end of the spectrum, you make your film, you write the film. You mean you, the best end? The best end, yeah. <laughs> Near One the end, West End. That end. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, you do it, you write it, you produce it, you direct it, mm-hmm. you do the casting, and then you edit it and you watch it like, which obviously is my bigger. Times. Yeah, so you know what I mean? You've got to watch it and then you make the, and the rendering time. So I guess for me, it's like by the time, so you would see my film, I've seen it 50 times in Easy. every manner and it's like, yeah, you've seen all the problems. You've seen yeah, the issues I that we go through. through and go, yeah, in you the can't end, do you only see the flaws? Yes, you do. Yeah, don't you? yeah, yeah. When you when you work on it and you you know you do go through post and everything, by the end of it, you only see the flaws. Although that that was it when we had our cast and crew screening, mm. um, that was quite good because I used that as a test screening, yeah. and and we had this venue in Rumford. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, premiere, premiere in Rumford. Given my pop. If you can um, remember the name. They were yeah, really yeah. good to us, actually. No, they were really good. Um, <laughs> much better than View. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so we had the screen and they, they really ro- literally rolled out the red they carpet did, yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, nice. and, we, and we held it there and they said, oh, what screen do you want it in? And we said, oh, you know, you know we've had these new seats put in and a new screen. Um, but it holds like 250 people. And we're like... I don't know if we can afford Well, yeah, we'll we probably get about 10 people turn up if we're lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, and we invited the cast and the crew, and it was on a <laughs> Saturday night, yeah. and then there was no trains running into Rumford. And then oh, the, no. it was bad weather, and people were starting to text, oh, I don't know if I want to come into mm-hmm. Rumford. But, mm-hmm. And we was like, it's literally going to be me, Diane, and a, and and a, a, and a couple, couple of the actors. Yeah. yeah, turn up. And... We had 227 people yeah, turn up. Yeah, it was, it was brilliant. Yeah. And obviously... Yeah. There was people standing at the back. Yeah. It was like... Wow. It was just really good. Standing ovation there. You take that. Well, <laughs> standing ovation. I didn't want to sit down on the seat. But I, so I stood at the back for the entire film and I literally used it as a test screening. So I was like... I, when I wrote it, I was thinking, this should get a laugh. And when it doesn't, you think, oh. And then they laughed at saying, you thought... It wasn't meant to get a laugh. So I used it as a test screen and it was literally, that was on a Saturday night. I wrote all the notes as the film's going. Sunday morning, I was back in edit. So even yeah. the film, all, all those 227 people sat through, isn't the film that's now. 
Out. Out. Yeah. It, yeah, and I think that's a great way to do it, right? You can't, you always want to try and improve your film. And the fact yeah. that you edited it and did it in your room yeah. <clears throat> means you can go back and do that. Yeah. Obviously, doing all the sound mix and the grade <laughs> and stuff, again, that's what costs and the time yeah. and energy behind it is, mm. is a real issue. But I like jumping into something straight away, I think is really important. As directors, we can jump yeah. into the edit yeah. after we shoot. And after actors after a shoot, it's really difficult because yeah. you're in that bubble of amazingness, yeah, right? We've done yeah. this, it's ace. And then, oh, the depression sets in. As directors, yeah. we can shoot, go well, and edit. Yeah. And, and, and of course, if you're, if you're an actor, but you're not a in-demand actor. Sure. So they've got a lot of downtime. Just an actor. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. All, it's always, yeah. when's the film coming out? When's the film coming out? And you're yeah. like, well, mate, this is, the pro- this is the real process of the film yeah. world. Do yes. you know what I mean? It's, I know. I feel sorry for my dare actors. Yeah. It's been three years since we shot it. Yeah. And it's obviously coming out in March, um, which is great, but not in the UK. Yeah. So they now have to wait till October. Oh, wow. And it's still that whole, yeah. it's really weird sort of doing the whole, you know, hey, would you mind doing a bit of press? And so, oh, yeah, but great. Can Wait, I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't get it until October. Yeah. That's right. We'll check out the download sites. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> well, right. this, this is what I said to the distributor. Surely by then they're going to download it. Maybe they'll judge it on how well we do in the UK yes. by how many downloads. <laughs> I don't understand that now because obviously mm. when with everything being available and obviously all the pirating that does released, go on, yeah. like why don't they just? I understand some of the business reasons for it. I, do, I understand it, but there's so much pirating going on. Why do? Why wouldn't you just you just release it? Just mm-hmm. all at the same time. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. It's not our. That is the thing. It's like Paul was saying. It's out of your hands. Yeah. Yeah. But I think as. I don't know. I, I think you've got to just embrace it. There's nothing we can do about no. it. The downloads and um, streaming services that no. take it for you for free and put it on those. But there's nothing we can do. So you just go, well, that's how it is. In it, yeah. You take it as a compliment and move on. But in terms of uh, distribution then for um, A Landscape of Lies, was that something you pushed out? You did yourself? How did that? Because I want to know how you got from there to making um, know, the next well, film and the next one. Landscape of Lies was just um, poison. To be mm. fair, um, e- even after years, I mean, you've got to remember, Landscape Lives was 2011, yeah. yeah, and we didn't bring it out until 2018. 18, it yeah. was, I think, yeah. 2018. Yeah. So all the media died. That, well, I say all the media. As soon as we put it back out, they, that was the only thing reviewers gave it time for. Wasn't yeah. It? Well, but I mean, they, that's what it was famous for, though. Yeah. To be but fair. isn't that better than not? You know, oh, and in terms well, of that whole balance, it's, it's right if you get. If well, that's you, that Johnny uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. But you have heard of me. Yeah, but you have heard of me. No, it's, it's true, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. But it's funny. I get more talks about landscape lies now from accountants and lawyers, <laughs> yeah, than I do filmmakers because it it was made history books. Yes, lawyers now have to study the case, and accountants now have to study it. Um, so if I have meet an accountant, because obviously looking for film finance and, yeah. you, and you do the rounds and that, mm. it's like, oh, and it's like all oh, film, it's a bit dodgy, da-da-da. Mm. There was this tax scam and you go, yeah, that's my film, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's mine, mate. Yeah, you're in, you've got to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the right hands. Yeah. Yeah. I've been through all this. Yes. And, a, and it's funny because then they will ask you, accountancy so it's not oh mate about your film it was like well how was this done and I was like well mate to be fair the crime was done before I came along yes but this is how during the court and they all love it they, yeah I, I seem to talk more the legal and the accountancy side than the actual film side mm. um so when it came that we said right we're pushing it out uh, no one wanted to touch it no, even, really? even though with the cast yeah. that we had is 
prime for TV. Yeah. yeah. No, no one would touch it because no one wanted to make the commitment that they would condone what went on. So your first film, Landscape of Lies, no one would touch no, because no one would of touch. the scandal yeah. behind yeah. it. Uh, so this little distributor came along, mm-hmm. punted it out, no real pomp or ceremony, um, and it just lingers out there in the ether. Yeah. There was no, we wasn't expecting nothing back because obviously there's only so much, no one would help us promote it because, again, no one no would one just, be tarnished yeah. with, with the stick. Yeah. Um, but for us, it was like, well, we only wanted it out to draw that line in the sand. Yeah. And, it, and, it, yeah. and it, for us, it did what it was meant to do. And like I say, it wasn't like, oh, I must know the numbers. It was like, once it's out, well, that, that's done. Yeah. And then literally, <clears throat> um, so the screening for Landscape Lies was January the 7th or 11th. Something like that. Something like yeah. And then on the following week, mm. we started filming 24 Little Hours. So it was literally... There That's is, it, you're so, released, yeah. we're on to the next Moving thing. on. And then, of course, 24 Little Hours was um, something all on its own, because like I say, we shot it in eight days. And yeah. is there closure now with Landscape of Lives? Oh, yeah. yeah, for us. Yeah. It's done now. Yeah. Yeah. I think my, I, the fact that I listened to the podcast and I thought they were brilliant, and I think you were incredibly courageous to talk about it and be open about it. I think, honestly, fair play to you, mate, because I think a lot of people would have run off or whatever, and you, you, you're here again and you're making more movies, so more power to you. Well, a lot of the people Absolutely. involved ran off yeah they certainly <laughs> yeah. did yeah. Um, yeah they did and if you um, want to hit basically episode 32 31 32 I'll put links in the show notes to listen to Paul talk fully about mm. that whole tax count yeah. and what happened there it's Definitely honestly worth listen to that yeah so jumping straight into you know 24 little hours um, let's first of all talk, talk about the name change so that we can be really clear what to call it on, yeah. on here um, I know you're not particularly oh, thrilled let's say <laughs> by the name change but I like it and it sells what it is yeah it's easier for audiences to get 24 little hours and I get it's the song at the end. I get that's why, but 24 hours in London's a, it's not a bad title. Uh, you, you say that. Go on. Unless you talk to, and I can't think of his name, but we was having a discussion online only a few weeks ago. The guy who made the film 20 years ago, 24 hours in London. Yeah. Which was, um, as he even says himself, critically panned. So now when we're punting, oh, our film 24 Hours in London. I see. The only film that comes up is this film from 20 years ago because right. all two years of our promotion has been, has been 24 Little Hours. Yeah. So I from see. our point of view, yeah. yeah, it may be a great title, but it's... It's not the title. Yeah, it's it, not what it, you've been talking about. And a negative impact about. to a positive one. For, for I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, the distributor made that decision. Um, they obviously know what they're doing well I hope they know what they're doing well yeah it didn't really <laughs> like the charts it has done <laughs> well it is um, they've, they've made that decision and yeah. obviously we weren't going to you know cut our nose off to spite our face to say oh no I must have the name no. you know it's a name change at the end of the day yeah. the film stays the same totally and and so many films do get their names changed yeah. anyway you look at different countries territories around the world they'll Completely. just call it somewhere else What's, yeah. you had one didn't you with your film? yeah I've experienced that a few times I think yeah, a lot of the times there's nothing really you can do. You can try and put something into the agreement to mm. say, you know, or you can have meaningful consultation, whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> ultimately, I'm they're going to do it. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I, I just kind of, 
I move on from that as well. I just mm. go, okay, fine. Yeah. Like you say, for them, your small network of that for them, yeah. in terms of, oh, you, some of your people you know, you've called it this for a while. Well, to, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're going for the bigger audience. Exactly. So that's why they want to yeah. change the time. Although the Americans, so, they, yeah. they got it. It was like, hey, well, you know, you've got two years of promotion on social media and blah, blah, blah. And we'll call it 24 little hours. And you got this lovely song. And we like the mask. Because <laughs> in the UK... There is no, they didn't use the mask. No, in the post. Um, yeah, for, any, for anything. Yeah. No. yeah, Chris's face should have kept the mask. Um, <laughs> they I love, love Chris's I love, face. I love you, Chris. I love you. Um, but yeah, in America, obviously, completely different. They got it. They got the poster design, because obviously in the UK they changed the poster, mm-hmm. but the, the mm-hmm. Americans got the poster design, they got the mask, they got the song, they got the references. It's funny, we got more love from the Americans than we did from the UK. That's interesting. Yeah. But they're, they're, I suppose they're saying if it's on a shelf at HMV or a supermarket, yeah. who picks it up? And if it's got the right look for an English sort yeah. of audience, they go, oh, I know what kind of movie that is. I want to take it. Yes. Rather than, I'm not really sure what that movie's about. It looks maybe horror. It looks, yeah. Whereas they're targeting the specific yeah. audience. So I, I think, so, like you say, you take it on the chin and go, oh, Yeah, well, like yeah. I say, it was like... Okay. Yeah, okay. It was yeah. out. Yeah. Do you, I mean, uh, this is probably just how lame I am, but I, when I, when, when there is a film and it is releasing it, it's, it's a HMV, I do kind of grab it and then go and buy a copy and I go, oh, I worked on that film, by the way. I mean, most of the time they're not interested at all and I'm just embarrassing myself. <laughs> totally. I mean, that's what I do, but I'm like, because it is a big, because yeah. that was, when we were younger, that's what we did. We yeah. was like, wow, I want to see that and I want to yeah. see that. So, and we can't go to the video shop anymore or anything like that doesn't no. exist. So I do kind of get a bit of a buzz when I've worked on something and I go there and go, oh yeah, yeah, we did that. So, I mean, do you experience, do you do that or is that just me? Well, um, we, we went out the actors looking. did, didn't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. Of course the they did. did. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That's me. I'm famous. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Anyone else? Knows? That's me. A, a certain couple of actors yeah. will probably be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I think they set up a store in HMV. Oh, really? Come really? meet the stars. They like autographs stars. and everything. Yeah. Brilliant. That's I love amazing. it. We'll, we'll sign your cover. No <laughs> they were brilliant, actually, weren't yeah, they? They were so good. They're your biggest fans most of the time. They're the ones with, a lot of the times, the social media followers. So the fact that they're out there pushing it champion it yeah. more power to them no oh, definitely they, they, we they love were, them for that they were good to be fair um, yeah that's that yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because you're quite looking a little bit like Chris Johnson right now with the hair and beard how you, you he looks you Chris Johnson styled his look on me oh is that right because <laughs> well, I've not seen you for a, you know, a year and a bit nah. and obviously Chris uh, is starring in um, Knights of Camelot my film as well with Ian yeah, who's in yeah, the room yeah. um, we are picture locked it's very wow, exciting yeah we're ready no to way. go yeah picture wow. locked you'll be out in End of summer is all I can brilliant. say. But um, Chris was brilliant working with him on that. And Ian, you yeah, worked with him a lot and did some of the so, fight yeah. scenes with him and had so much fun yeah, yeah. out there in the mud. And I thought he was brilliant in this film. Really cool. You know, the non-speaking sort of lead. You've got to say lead with that because it was kind of three, four leads. It was a really wonderful ensemble oh, cast. Who you ask. Yeah. So, yeah, let's, before we get there, uh, let's talk about the making of this. And you made it in eight days. And this is what's really interesting, how anyone could go make a feature film in eight days is a feat beyond anything especially it's like crazy. this there's a lot going on it's great it's well made some great action scenes great dialogue scenes and yet you're going you still did it in eight days lots yeah. of locations lots of stuff going on yeah. that takes a lot of organization definitely let's go to how you actually set this up in the first place it's when you said right i'm making this next how the hell did you set it up uh, okay uh so 24 came about um because I was basically, we're in the 
little circle of our level. We're in a circle. So we're in film. a circle. Like yeah, a team, circle. filmmakers. I won't say the circle, but there's a bunch of filmmakers all at the same level, and they all go crowdfunding, and they all want like thirty grand to make a short. And I'm always oh, like, no, make a feature. Yeah, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, yeah. you know, what what value is is a short? And they, and they don't get it. And it was like, you know what? I'm, you know, ten grand. I'll go make the film for ten grand. And it's like, um, and they're like, oh, you can't do it. I said, yeah, but if you shoot in eight days, that's a grand's worth of film every day and two mm-hmm. grand for post. That's that's the film, isn't it? Okay. And Makes again, sense. can't be done. Can't be done. So yeah, I'm, I'm one of those, nope. and it's like, right. don't oh, tell my me coat. I can't do it. Oh, yeah, my yeah. coat, here we go. Don't <laughs> tell me it can't be done. Um, and, and that's what it was. Obviously, we, we, I sat down with uh, Damien Morley, mm-hmm. and he turned around and went, Say, same thing, it can't be done, because I'm used to films that are 150, 200 grand and, yeah. and beyond. Yeah. He said, you can't make a film in eight days for 10 grand. So it's like, put 10 grand on the table. Yeah. Let, let, me sh- let me show you how it's done. And, that, and that's how it came about. Seriously, because yeah. he did We Kill the Old Way yeah. and yeah. all those kind of movies, yeah. you know, that really kind of cool gangster movies. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. And so he, you just he said, just give me the money, and you went, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, I said, give me the money. Right, let, let, me pro- <laughs> let me prove it. Yeah. And he was like, I'll take the punt. And then obviously uh, Danny Young come along, and yeah. he was like, well, I've worked with Paul before. I, n- I know he can do stuff. Let's, let's see what he can do. So they teamed up, and obviously I came home with D, and I went, <laughs> I've got, Guess what I've, I've just I've got, done. I've got, I've got 10 grand and eight days to make a film. <laughs> That's it, no, I have to yeah. do eight days. Yeah. Put the kettle on. We're, we're, uh, we need to write to Let's get to work. Yeah. And I think we had... Um, but my biggest mistake is I'm always like, I'm ready to go tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it was like two two week leading. Yeah. Wait, uh, wait. But, uh, wait, from that moment? Yeah. Yeah. So after that moment, you said, right, let's do this. Yeah. yeah. 10 grand on the table. You had two weeks to yeah. prep and... So I penned the script. I've done the script in like uh, two days. Are you serious now? Um, And obviously I get D to read over everything I do and then I get the woman's point of view. Yeah, make so, it better, basically. Yeah, so they know yeah, what they're, they're doing. Just polish yeah. it a bit. Yeah. It's up there with fix it in post. Yeah. You, know, you can't fix this one no, in post, yeah. mate. No, you can't. So, do it now. So, she's, so she, she reads over and says, and I said, keep in mind the limitations. It's nice that if we could be able to do this, but we do that. But mm-hmm. it's 10 grand, eight days, isn't it? Um, so then I do my second draft, I, I polish it up, and then it's like, you're making the phone calls, let's get the actors involved. Um, and that's how it goes. Now, the one... I love it, and that's how it goes. And that's well, how it goes. That's how easy it is to make this yeah, film. Uh, no, it is. A, do you know what? It's so refreshing to hear that. But at the same time, there's people screaming now at their podcast listening devices saying, <laughs> yeah, but how did you organise that? How did you get the people there? How did you get okay. this here? How did okay. you separate the money out? How did, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Right, so so um, we opened up a Facebook page. No. Um, <laughs> but this could take, I mean, this is fascinating because this, <laughs> this could be hours of conversation. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's so much to dig so, into So here. this is how it went. I got on my phone, got on my WhatsApp um, group chat and went, hey, fellas, I'm making a movie, who's in? And everyone who came back and went, yeah, I went, you're cast. No, that's not no, quite no, how no, no, no. Wow. <laughs> no. Wow. It wasn't far off, though, was it? Wasn't it wasn't it far off. <laughs> wow. Um, but it, it is. It was, it, was very, it was a lot like that, yeah. but obviously there were some parts that we did. No, obviously we, it wasn't in that circle. Yeah. We did We know, did go some. out. We did, we did yeah. casting. Uh, we got a casting director who 
just came on and went, you, you can't do a film in eight days. Yeah. Let's see who, who's out there. And she casted the net and obviously we did a proper casting breakdown for Spotlight and we had some, some nice... We did. And casting can be really difficult. It yeah. can be. It's, it's really difficult to get the balance right, yeah. the looks right, all that kind of stuff yeah. you want in a film. But in terms of you actually saying, right, we're going to choose this location. You've, not, you've got two weeks to prep all this. Yeah. Prepping a film in two weeks is hard anyway. But yep. With little money and choosing locations, how did you go about finding locations? How did you go about the, getting all the props and all that kind of stuff to make it look like it does? I, I'll be honest with you. You had um, the Lancaster Skies. I did, yeah. Guys on, guys, yeah. Right. Similar thing. So how their community came together for them, because mm. obviously when, when they did the, the uh, what was it, Hurricane? Yeah, the, the, the plane. plane basically, the plane. They, they built they the plane that. and obviously all for free that the local community donate. That was similar to us. We we put the word out that we're going to do something, and we kept it local with Essex. Um, and to be fair, every location we was given was for free. Right. Um, every the church we use a church. Um, yeah. Every, everything there was, was free. A church. There was a calf. Yeah. A wet like warehouse. Two nightclubs. Two nightclubs warehouse. Yeah. A farm. Um, a farm. Uh, another that, house. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the police station. Yeah. yeah. Eight loads of exteriors. Yeah. yeah. So you said you got it for free. Yeah. Well, they How? all, they, like the businesses, they just, yeah, all the businesses. they noted it. They just said, okay, when do you want it? As long as we're closed, right, yeah. you can use it. So you just rang up and asked, basically. Well, yeah. well, yeah. Right. I mean, we've, over the years, we've built up a little reputation yeah. and uh, conversation and with them. You just build up a network of, of yeah. contacts. Just because you're not doing nothing isn't, you should not then be doing something. You should always be talking to people, talking to people mm-hmm. for when that time, you've got to build up the favour bankers. Mm-hmm. Well, it's what in, I do. I make, I've got a little notebook and if someone writes me, say I'm an editor, I look up their stuff, yeah. they're an actor, I go look up their stuff, even That's if I'm it. not casting what, what for it right exactly. now, I put it all in a book yeah. so it's yeah. ready for me and when I am. Yeah. To be fair, I, I've got Diane, as, as everyone knows, in our circles on social media, she... Everyone comes to her because we're always trying to get her to retweet and, and punt their work. So to be fair, she gets this this list of people and it's like, and I'm like, oh, I'm stuck for so-and-so. And she'll go, try this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this girl, this girl, this girl, you know, mm-hmm. it's not all blokes. Um, That's half my job. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, it, and it's there, it's you know, and you reach out. But, um, but for the businesses, to be fair, um, again, a lot of people that help me out on landscape, because they knew what I went through on landscape, they was like, what do you need? Right. And and we, we got access to this place and that place. Uh, Danny Young came along and he went, mate, what do you need? And I said, oh, we need a police station. That He went, mate, my boss said we can use his whole office building as long as it's on a weekend. Wow. Um, okay. That, you know, it, mm. so everyone just came about, got the, and just went, mate, let's make it happen. Um, and it's that kind of support. So not just from the businesses, the, but people that obviously rode with me yeah. on landscape. And it was like, you deserve this break. Let's make it happen. That's nice. So, yeah. so although I say it's easy to make a film in eight days. Um, it's not. It's, it's not. <laughs> Thank you, Diane. It it's is really not. Because <laughs> the serial killers was 12 days. Crazy. And that was crazy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is the same. It must be and, the same. And this yeah. Is, yeah. But to be fair, I mean, obviously, I know a filmmaker up in Derby called Steve Lawson. Mm-hmm. Um, and he makes films in five days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're normally 74 minutes long. Um, five, five cars. Three more days, they'll be 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's, that's how he... That's well, how he, he doesn't need it. to. He's yeah. like, like, yeah, he makes movies and he's and, happy doing it, And it's doing all it, one right? location. Yeah, right? fine. So 
I know it can be done. He proves the point to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. I made a film in five days, and it's like yeah, but seventy four minutes, you know, one location. So it's like I got to push myself more. God, you right? always want to go big. Yeah. You do. <laughs> you want to go big. Go, go big or go home, can... innit? And yeah. so we, so it ended up we had fifteen locations, and in each location there was probably three or four different setups. Yep. Um, and thirty speaking casts mm-hmm. and uh, extras. And yeah, whatnot. yeah, and you need yeah. those. You need bodies. You need, yeah. you need people to shoot the police. There's loads of oh, those. Yeah. So you constantly is it asking friends? Yeah. Was it asking people you knew? Well, well, we yeah. are, well a lot. Know, a lot of it was people yeah. we knew already, or contacts with, or you know, contacts we've built yeah. up mm-hmm. and, over and you've time. Got to do a few favors. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So let's say you're you've got a, the warehouse shoot. Let's say you need policemen. You need the, the outfits. You yeah. need the guns. You need mm-hmm. all that. How do you then go about saying right this day we need these? How do we put it all together? How do you schedule that on on a low budget? Maybe? We right. So on eight days we break down the script. Yep. Um, and I do all the action scenes first because I figured if someone's going to get injured, they're the scenes they're going to get injured in. Yeah. Um, and, and plus we, you can dispose of them after yeah, that yeah, they're dead like, well you know <laughs> the rest of the film you're on the phone you know what I mean <laughs> behind the desk yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I planned all the action scenes first so the first day was the nightclub scene oh, that was the very oh, wow, first yeah. day yeah. Yeah. and that's when we knew what we was in for so that was Citizen in Chelmsford so they allowed us so we turned up and they went yes you can use our nightclub and we all turned up and you know we phoned some local people that we knew and they brought people because we need some bodies it's a nightclub sinking get everyone dressed up it's on yeah, it. yeah. and we turned up and they went yeah you can use this section oh. and we was like oh brilliant um, and they said but just to let you know our restaurant is still open stop it <laughs> Did they not say that before? They obviously no, didn't tell you no. before. They didn't say so that they before. said, so we we keep it open. The restaurant's still open. <laughs> so, every, so everyone's looking at me, and I'm like, we're like, mm. okay, we'll set up then. Yeah, yeah. What we'll can point we do? The camera this yeah. way. What can we do? Yeah. Just please don't yeah. clink so we're loudly over there. <laughs> I said, yeah. look, it's meant to be nighttime anyway. It was all open windows, and you can't use dance music anyway no? because you've got dialogue, right? Yeah. So, so it's like. So we just turned it around. So yeah. it was like, right, we just film this way. We can't show that it's night daytime, so we shoot it this way. Right. Um, and God, you've got to love Essex. Um, <laughs> you do, just generally. So, so we put the word out and we said, look, we need girls and boys. Now, all the girls that turned up were all friends and colleagues of um, a young entrepreneur called uh, Shell who runs Brawl Babes uh, Ring Girl Service. Nice. So all the girls... All the girls there, they're all glammed up, typical Essex. Yeah, all you know. We love a bit of glam. Yeah, that, of course. Yeah. They did us proud, but of course they put the word out to all the fellas and went, "They need some blokes." And the blokes <laughs> like oh. a free chance to chat to these girls. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, you know, I'm you, there. You've got to play it. So anyway, so these blokes all turned up, and they're obviously a little team. They're all boxers. They're from the local gyms, and they're all every uh, five minutes. Off the bar, cold, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't me clearing my throat. <laughs> um, so they all like a bit of the old cheeky line and whatnot. And of course, because it's in a bar that's open because of lunch, they're all they're all yeah. on the bevies. Mm. So of course, you know what it's like in a film. It's yeah. like everyone thinks you turn up, film straight away. Like Twenty like, minutes, well, no, done. yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've got to set this up. So we said, right, this is how it's going to go, guys. Um, I need a couple of you to step up to be the henchmen. Mm-hmm. So some are punters, but you'll have a bit more screen time. Anyway. Johnny Big Spuds turns up and he says, Good yeah, I'll, I'll do it, mate. I'll do it. I'll do it. No problem. And I was like, okay, um, so that you're going to be in the camera. You know, it's not going to be a passing shot. We need you to do this. And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, right, we've got the armourer here. Uh, you're going to have to produce guns. Um, he'll take you through the safety measures. I don't need to be told how to use a gun, son. Hey, <laughs> hey, what's he going to teach me? 
So I said, well, wow. for my safety, yeah. <laughs> can, can, can all of you come around and work with the armour? I said, it's only a five-minute demonstration. Yeah. Like, yeah, no worries. So anyway, so they're all in this one. So there's one scene, and then the shootout starts. <laughs> and they're meant to protect my actor, who's, you know, there there is his bodyguard. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> so as you know, if you're trying to keep it under a, fi- a 15, there's, you can only use the C word no more than twice. Mm. Um, and Mark Bannerman had already said, I want dibs on one. <laughs> All right. I, I want to say it at least once. So I know I've got one in the bank if it needs, if it needs it. So, so these Charlie up Essex boys, they were, um, I was giving it all large. They're all sitting around, and they went, um, I want to shout out the C word while I'm pulling out the gun. And I said to him, mate, I'm only allowed two per film, and you're really an extra. But he was like, yeah. So so he turns around and he says, well, either I say it, or I pull me fellas and we all go. Oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. I said, "Let's, let's run it through. So we, we framed it up, and obviously we went through the thing, and he comes out, he pulls out the gun, and it's like, ah, <clears throat> all, you know, yeah, shanty, big shanty, C shanty, words shanty everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I went, great. I said, now yeah, come watch the playback, because it was all in slow motion. Yeah, 50 frames looks gorgeous. So, so he, he came around, and he went, what's the problem? I said, this is how you look, and this is how you will be immortalized on film. And for those who can't see me, believe me, when I'm pulling a funny face going, that's how you're going to look for the rest of the time on this film. He went, I won't say a word. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it sometimes interesting to show sort of actors in this sense, the the sort of monitor, the playback, because they'll see, they go, oh, that's what I look like. That's why you're asking me to do a certain thing. So let's not do that. So so yeah, so as soon as he thought, I'm going to be mugged off for the rest of my life, he, (laughs) he, he, he played it good. But it was good to get rid of them, and then, like I say, so that that was that we so had. So you set that up. You do that first. Yeah. You do your big scenes first, yep. and then you come in for dialogue. You set that. Well, that... for that, that particular scene, there was no. Dialogue. There wasn't any really, was so there? It was gun a, sounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was gun sounds. People screaming. So you get the crowd and all your. Mm-hmm. So we did everything we needed a crowd for, and then you know you cheat it. You flick it around for your close-ups with the people that you need to hang around. Yeah. Um. So that was pretty good, and then the next day was another shootout. Um, and, a, and a cafe scene they were near each other so it was literally in the morning we did one we stopped went to the cafe that's where we had our lunch at yep. the cafe they was really nice to us yeah, of course you're gonna use that and then yeah. and then then they closed up shop to film this one scene mm. and once it filmed they opened back up yeah, they was re- they that were was really, really good. And who's yeah. doing all the ringing round? And who's doing all the telling people where they've yeah, got all the to go? And all that. Yeah, uh, well, we do it ourselves. Uh, we, we do it. Yeah, we do um, it. Yeah, tell me about that. So you, because it's really interesting because often on bigger film sets, if you yeah. like, they'll have yeah, a production have a manager, you'll have a, yeah. a PA, whatever, someone doing the call sheets, sending them out to people, yeah. Yeah, and it's just you guys, yeah, right? We do it. Yeah. yeah. So talk me through that, what you'll do um, in terms of setting it up and what you'll actually send well, out. You tend to do all the 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 budget and the um, I do the, and the breakdown the and everything yeah. like that. But talking to people isn't my thing. Anyone who knows yeah. me, that's not my thing. So, so we, you know, we'll either do it through, you know, it depends on timing. We'll either do it through email. I'll email everyone what they need, you know, yep. or or if it's a quick thing, I need to go on the phone and just 
Get Rally everyone up and say, right, this is where I need you. Can you be there? Blah, blah, blah. Can you do the, this? The Can the you only, bring this? Yes. I was going to say, the only thing we right. don't do, as actors would know, like at three o'clock in the morning, a new call sheet will be sent out mm. and then they'll go, didn't you see it? And you're like, <laughs> mate, I was asleep. <laughs> of course I was. I can't stand that. If mm. I've said, this is what we're going to do on this day, mm. this is what we're doing. Mm. And if we turn up and there's a problem, I don't go, oh no, the day's gone. It'll be, okay, what else can we do? Yeah. And we just... Work, yeah, you know you'll I mean? work through the problem. You yeah. can't. Well, you can't. Yeah. Well, you've got eight no. days. You yeah. can't go on the ninth because there's no budget. There's well, no yeah, cameras. Exactly. There's no, and yeah. is, are they your cameras? Is it how are you getting all the equipment? Uh, well, we for use that budget? we use one camera mm. uh, by a very talented DOP by the name of Richard Oakes. Yeah, Richard Oakes. Um, yeah. Great. So it was a Black Magic yeah. uh, camera, and it was just one. And like I say, what that guy does, he he knows how to. He does put it all together and make it look pretty. Yeah, well, fact, he did, well, Homeless Ashes was his yeah, as well, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. With Mark Zamet. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I mean. He, he knows mm-hmm. how to get the best out of the camera. And yeah. it was funny because obviously you keep saying, it's no money, it's eight days. Everyone on set just thinks, oh, yeah, this is going to be one of those kind of movies, mm-hmm. isn't it? And even Richard was like, I don't know if I really want to do a gangster film as part of my yeah. CV. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, and it's yeah. like, well... Mate, read the script. It's not really a gangster. No, film. it's not. Yeah. It's not. And he was like, oh, no, yeah, no, you got this and, you know, you got geezer and we're in a strip club and we do this. And I'm like, that's just ticking boxes for the distributor, mate. Mm. It's, you know. It's deeper than that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But when we had the big shootouts, as you were saying, with all the police and everything, they, they good guys, and they was all supplied by Chris Somerville from Shooting Stars and the armorer was Matt Sampson. Um, and and they supplied it all the the cars the vans the uniforms the smoke grenade the, yeah, the guns ev- everything absolutely production value looks great yeah. you know yeah. it does and because they watched the playback mm. one of them Tomo he turns around and went this looks like a real movie <laughs> <laughs> and it was like Mate, if I was Hello. there with my camera yeah. phone, I could yeah. understand your scepticism. Yeah. Totally, but you know this is mean? look at the kit yeah. and look what yeah. we've got. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, but that, that was a long day. So yeah. at the eight days, because everyone said, oh, it must be long days. We had two long days out yeah. of the eight. That big warehouse shootout, mm. that was a 14-hour day. I do apologise to everyone that stuck around. Um, it's the most people go longer than that, so you've done all right yeah, there. It's yeah. not the end of the world. That, that, yeah, it happens. It and happens. then obviously... Um, so that so we did three days of action and then the weekend because we had access to this entire big building, building in, in Brentwood. Is, yeah, which is um, the that was the police station. Police star. How many days did you do in that police station? Two days. Two days because you had everyone yeah. coming in yeah. and doing their scenes. I yeah. imagine with Fiona yeah. Skinner, who was fantastic. Oh, well, yeah. she was incredible. Ever giving it proper. Oh no, yeah. mate. Like, All right. Yeah, yeah. She's she was, great. but yeah, she was off book. She was off book. Oh, so you could jump mm, in with any two, whichever yeah. actor yeah. was ready. She was literally off book. Two, wow. She was in there two days. She did a whole. Ev- all, That's incredible. All her- so, like, from an actor's perspective, they, yeah. I find that fascinating. Like, you, how? What's the what's the process on rehearsals? And then, uh, how many rehearsals would you do or takes? We didn't right, have we, rehearsals. We didn't even have we rehearsals. rehearsals. The we actors did. just turn up. They knew what to do, yeah. and you yeah. just let them do their thing, right? We yeah. spoke. Obviously, we, you know, Paul had spoken to all of the actors in depth about their characters. They yeah. talked about the characters. They yeah. talked about the story and right. everything that was going on. Um, so that, you know, they'd done prep work like that, yeah, yeah. but there was no actual rehearsal right. time. We yeah. didn't have the time or yeah. the money for that. Fair enough. Um, but we, we shot uh, to six to one ratio. Right. So anyone who took more than six takes to get something, we just 
change the angle let's, let's do it let's try something different mm. yeah. when you set up for the day would you rehearse first with your actors would you start setting up um with your your camera team with richard working out where that camera's going to go well, how would we, you plan it we because we knew what it was i mean like i say this is where the limitations of the money and and the time did come in but we knew the essentially the police interview table mm. was where fiona's character was going to tell her story um so push the tables up against the wall you set the camera this one end and then you put the chairs and of course the cheeky thing was the sound guy came along and put the mics on the table I as, saw that as, as part of the things. interview I like, that yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so it was all in plain sight all the time so um so yeah so so we knew we were shooting one side um and because we we went in and i was like well look we know we need a close-up on this particular line we know we do and then um we set it out, and Ewan McIntosh was the first in. Yeah, and he had He's a few from the scenes. Office. Yes, He's so so he, so he had a. I think he had three scenes. Mm. So it was like because he had the most scenes. Everyone else was in and out, in and out. So we, we started with Ewan. So we knew Ewan came in. He had a particular look. We wanted to shoot a particular way. Um, so so we did that. So that was three scenes done. So then me and Richard are there. And sorry to jump in. Are you jumping, uh, finishing the whole scene with Fiona first? So let's say you're on Ewan. His, so you do his wide, his close, whatever oh, you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. You then do Fiona's side then we first do, then we turn and then move on to the next scene. Yeah. So you wouldn't yeah. do all Fiona's in one go. Oh, no, no, Fine, no. Fine, just one. So, so, cool. so we played it off. One, one, let's see how it goes. So yes. they, they were there. And then, um, so after three scenes, you're thinking... Well, we kind of done everything we can from this particular setup, mm. but we can't move the setup because obviously we're not really in a police room. Yeah. Um, so Richard, so every time someone come in, me and Rich would take five minutes and go, what are we going to do different on this one? Yeah. So when Jonathan Hansler comes in, mm -hmm. and this is where we went a bit bold, we didn't move the camera. It was a, a lock, lock, lock yeah. shot. Yeah. But John comes in and just, blows us away that i was mesmerized for the three for, for the three minutes yeah. and it's like and richard's going shall we cut and i'm like what sorry yes yes cut sorry sorry <laughs> sorry how was that john and he went mm, can we do it again he said are you coming for and it was like no we're gonna just do this lock off shot um so it went backwards and forwards like that so every time someone new come in it was like all right perhaps we might change this then because i always plan the trailer out before i write the film do you yes Interesting. because um i always think this is the trailer so these are the bits i'm going to need to film not everyone understands why i'm asking for this particular shot because they're like yeah but this shot's better it's like it's mate, just it's, for, it's the for the trailer. trailer don't worry it's a clever way of doing it actually yeah that's really interesting so, so we did that but when it came to the, the draggy uh richard and i tipped my hat it's all credit to richard he went what if we do this and he did a movement with the camera that just puts you into the druggie's mind. And it was like, whoa, <laughs> this is really good. Mm -hmm. So we do it all like that. And then it was like, but this actress wasn't giving me what you, what, what you want. And she was new, so I'm not on a case. It's of just course, a case, yeah. if this is the best you can do, and then all I'm doing is watching the performance thinking, what can I do in edit yeah. that's going to make this yeah. better? Um, so there's one scene where she goes, oh, yeah, then they come in with the guns. And then I said, in my head for the trailer, it was always, you're meant to go, pop, 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 and going like this. And she kept going, pop, 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 pop. And I was going, no, 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 pop, pop, pop. So she, she couldn't get it. But come the edit, mm. obviously, instead of her going pop, 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 put I've the got, I put you the put gun the, sounds yeah. in. And then it was, yeah. pop, 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 
and it's one of the fame everyone it, loves that scene so yeah. it's um, it's really interesting what you can make uh, something you think's not that great on the day or god how was it in the what, edit how you wanted it what, yeah. in your mind you, totally. can, make, you can make a performance yeah. totally you, in the edit you really 100%. can yeah. yes yeah. yes you can and, and often yeah. that's what we're doing we're, we're manipulating because we want to focus on a certain angle of yeah. someone's performance or the scene needs to be focusing on yeah. Chris's character yeah. or whoever it is mm. so therefore you, you're trying to manipulate the responses or reactions yeah. to work otherwise Definitely. it can be just all over the place yeah. and that's really important I mean I don't like telling an actor how to act I'm not an actor I can't tell an actor what they should, how they should act mm. I've picked you because I think you're confident to do the job I liked what you did before I liked what you've done in the audition uh-huh. I shouldn't have to tell you how to act I just tell you there's certain things I'm going to want you to do at certain times and as long as the actor trusts me that I know what I'm doing, I will always trust the actor that they'll know what. Yeah, got yeah. Which is which is sometimes tough when you've got a supporting artiste yes. playing a policeman <laughs> with a line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wanting to say. Then then yeah, it's yeah. not they're not necessarily actors. It's fascinating. I think it's whole fascinating. So basically, your your setup was you, you you prep beforehand, you sort it out, you do the calls, you tell people where to go, and on the day you go, hey, here's how we're going to change it up yeah. and make it work. Did you encounter any major problems in terms of maybe someone not turning up and like you said before, you had to adapt and improvise? The uh, we had a couple of actors not turn up but turned up late, and that was like I say the problem with the weekends in our area is no trains right. run or they run sporadically it's, it's not the usual thing so that that happened and people would say look I'm coming down but I'm going to have to come through this route and that route and it was like okay but because we had enough people there mm-hmm. it was like well let's do this scene instead yeah. yeah and Fiona who was like I say as Dee said she was off book fantastic professional amazing um, who'd done like 48 pages of dialogue in wow. two days. In two My days. God, yeah. that's incredible. Because really she is, impressive. to me, she's she is the lead. Amazing. She's yeah, yeah. theatre. She does a lot of theatre. A lot of theatre. So yeah. obviously that was why I looked for a theatre actress for this role mm. because they're used to knowing everything. Mm. And like um, you said, you touched on about the lead there. And I mentioned earlier yeah. about Chris. Could he yeah. be Chris Johnson? Could he be the lead? Is Danny Midwinter the lead? Is, is Mark Bannerman the lead? Is Fiona the lead? For, for me, Fiona's the lead. Yeah. Um, it's, it's her story. Chris obviously is put up the top but for me while writing he was always the Fred yeah, that yeah, sewed yeah. the stories because it's two stories sure. he was the Fred that f- sewed the stories mm. together so to me although you know every actor but although Chris is up there on the posters and everything as the lead for his character for me was the Fred Fiona was the lead mm-hmm. and Bannerman was the heart if you like yes. mm. um, but for what they all brought it was just yeah, you you look at the edit at the end, and it's like, okay, I've got a little bit more than a bargain for there. That, yeah. that worked out all right. That one. It so, um, all right. and everyone has their own take on it. So, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's right. quite interesting though. Although, when just to go back a little bit, just mm. thinking about when we were prepping, um, you didn't give anyone the whole script. No, no, because the film's in two halves. Fiona got one script, her script, her story. And obviously the boys got their story. So it was funny because I remember giving Midwinter the script and it was only like 40, 45 pages or whatever. And, and he why went, are you making a short? Yeah, that's what he said. He said, he said, are we making a short? I went, no. He went, mate, you can't stretch that into 90 minutes. I went, don't worry about it, Dan. Trust just just, just trust you, me. You do your thing. Yeah. Let me do mine. And, and to give him it, he went, 
Paul, if you tell me that's 90 minutes, that's 90 minutes. Perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, so, yeah, and the same as Fiona. So Fiona was always asking, well, what's happened here when I'm talking yeah. to this person? I said, well, you don't know because as the cop on the day, you wouldn't know. Yeah. So I want that. And so that's how she played it. She was literally trying to get the information from the actor. And if it was an actor that had been present on one of the boys' scenes, mm. obviously they were then telling it like, Oh yeah, well I remember he walked That's in. He walked in. He walked in. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And they told it as they saw it on the day being on set for that particular thing. So it was quite interesting. Then it was all all put together. Um, and again, it was only till we screened it that yeah. everyone went. Oh, that's where the other half of the film came from. Yeah, so. what, what did you learn from shooting it then in that eight days? What did you learn and what would you take away and would you do it again in eight days? God. I think making a film in eight days possibly would do it again. Possibly. Possibly. But not. Not so, so many, many locations and not so many not so many cars. So <laughs> I won't go down to one location, but, <laughs> no, yeah, but, but 15 pushed it. And that was, 30 that was tough. <laughs> well, you two must have been knackered, right? I mean, yeah, yeah I right. mean, it was, yeah. it was eight days straight. So it wasn't four days of a rest, four days. It was just, eight, eight yeah. days straight. Because we, we found that was just right. Eight By the end of the eight days... You got yeah. pissed off enough. Everyone had yeah. enough yeah. of us. You know what it's like on set. You, you have that. Yep. People shoot for the first five, six days, They're and it's excited. like. Mm. Yeah. Then you have that two days off, and everyone's like, mm. all the things that niggled you sure. is, is now coming back. Same with the actors. Same with it. And of course, when you all come back, it ne- you all come back cold because it's been two days. It's fresh. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, and of course, then all, all the animosities in there thinking. Yeah, you ain't gonna fuck me about like you did on fucking scene ninety-seven, mate. Well, well. Um, um, so, but the fact that it was eight days straight was just right. It was just, we was just getting tired. Mm. Um, so I wouldn't have gone the ninth day. It would have been, we need a break. Mm. Right. Um, and I planned it out that all the actors had a break. So they would work for two days oh, and clever. it worked out they had right. a break. And then we'd use a different set of actors. And So, so it's I was only thinking the crew, really. Yeah, who... it was crew. So it was literally mm. me, Richard Oates, bless him. Um, he hung in there. He said himself that every day broke him, but... <laughs> <laughs> but young in there, uh, the small little crew I have. Uh, oh, who else was that? How many did you have in your crew? Our crew was one, two. So Sorry. there was it was me, Rich, Dave, who done a host of little things. Gary, who done things on the days Dave couldn't turn up. We had Mark, the sound guy, and the makeup artist. Five, yeah, really, five. but, yeah. but yeah. doubling, so five and six. Yeah, yeah we all... Yeah, to be fair, yeah. we all pitch in. Like, That's if, incredible, yeah. isn't it? You just, like, pitch in. If a light needs moving, if something yeah. needs moving, yeah. you just do it. All hands on deck, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, I remember on, on Landscape, um, we had a little bit of a bigger crew because obviously it was a bigger budget. Um, but I'm, I'm one of those ones, I won't ask you to pick that bag up. I've, I've got working arms and legs. I fucking expect you to do it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I'll just pick the bag up. I'll move yeah, it. You I'm know saying, what I mean? Yeah, I'll yeah. And God bless them. Because they were all um, SEA or whatever the university up in London is for the film university. They've all been trained. Oh, no, the director mustn't. They're all going, oh, no, you shouldn't do that, shouldn't it? Why shouldn't I do it? You know what I mean? I went, oh, no. <laughs> it's going to take me longer yeah, for to, me to tell you, you to, to move that back. Totally. I could have just picked moved. it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so... For the first few days, I was like, oh, no, we'll, we'll do that, we'll do that. And it's like, mate, it's already done. Let's do this. I need this light moved. Boom. And then the lighting guy would go, you've moved my light. I went, yeah, I need it there now because I know what I'm talking about, mate. This is it. And he went, oh, yeah, all right, I'm with you. 
So by the fourth day on landscape, everyone's like, well, Paul's going to do it all. Don't worry yeah, about I mean, it. You know what I mean? You can't afford to have ego in those situations. No, You've yeah. just all got to chip in and get yeah. on with it. Yeah. So on 24, we had no, we had, like I say, there was five of us. And one was the makeup girl. And um, outside of when she wasn't doing makeup, running towards D, you had the kettle on, making the cups <laughs> of tea to come bring down to us. Every, everyone, so I normally work with the same kind of group of people. Yeah, because yeah. You need to yeah, as well. They know, they know how you work, yeah. which is important. And and they, they get it, and they're loyal, and they don't bitch and moan and go, oh, mate, it's 10 hours already. It's like, oh, it's 10 hours. If we do this, we'll be out by the 11th. You know what yeah. I mean? It's mm-hmm. that kind of yeah. attitude. So I, I like that. Yeah. So, and that's how that's how you make eight days work. Yeah. How, what, any little bit of advice for someone like out there who goes, I want to make a movie. I might have 10 grand. Oh, I can get it from somewhere. Beg, yeah. steal, borrow, do a Kickstarter, whatever it is. And they go, we've got eight days. A tiny bit of advice you think that might really help them. I think you've really got to know what you want. You've got to be prepared. So like before you start even, um, you have to know. You've got to know what shots you want. You've got to know, you know, what dialogue you need in that day. You've got to be thoroughly prepared. Um, if you're thoroughly prepared and you can adapt on the day to any changes that will happen... <laughs> um then you can do it i would i would probably say do less locations and less actors mm-hmm. um if it's your first time but um it's totally doable yeah well obviously we didn't yeah. yeah yeah but no i would i would certainly say if some i would we've inspired a few yeah obviously even richard oak uh, dop he went off and made his first feature he film did. as a director a and he, he made that yeah. in I think eight days in total. Um, I know they had to do some pickup shots and that, but I think twelve actually. Twelve. All right, twelve days. I was trying to big them up. I was trying to big them up. Um, um, but the point being is, yeah. he was with another circle of friends that all talked again, talked about making There's a film, so and much that, fluff, yeah, yeah. And we we need we need yeah. a million pound for our first film, and it was like mate, mate, yeah. and he, he got on, and he's done his, and he's just done his pickup shots and it's out later this year I believe and then even a couple of others yeah others have turned around and went oh, I still don't get how you've done it mm. I've given up filmmaking now mm. and it's like which is not the result yeah, you want but you it want wasn't it. but it was like but at least you now know mm. I, I've done it and if you can't compete mm. then or don't you, you do know, it that way yeah. do it your way but okay. but they was getting it. But even we talk about Chris Johnson. You you yeah. gotta love Chris, who's just done Bloodhound. Sorry, sure. giving a shout out to another film there. But um, they they've just shot theirs in eight days. Yes. Yeah. So so it's good that you're seeing more and more of it now because it's mm. like well we've we've shown you and it's not for people in a room. It's, yeah. It can. You be can go beyond that. Yeah. Um, if you're a first time filmmaker, I would say stick with four or five people in one free locations tops. Um, but you know like rope. Keep keep it yeah. as a dinner party. Keep it as whatever. Learn it. Once you're confident, keep building. Keep building. Keep building. Mm. I mean, would I do it again for ten grand? That's nah. the question. Eight days, <laughs> all day long, eight mate. Days. All, all, all day long. All the eight days. But ten grand, mm, that that was tight. It was, was tight. tight. Yeah, a lot of favors in there. Yeah, a lot, and there's only yeah. so many times you can get those Completely. favors. Exactly. We were talking about that yeah, the other day, weren't we, Sharpie? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Finally, I'd love to talk about how you got the film distributed and out there because that's not easy. People no. go out and make a film in eight days, in one day, in two days, whatever it is. Yeah. Again, to get it distributed. Get it distributed. It's, it's incredible. really difficult. Yeah. It's incredible. You one can thing be... making a film is getting out there. It's well, that, sometimes that, even harder, you know. Yeah. So. To be fair, that was like, that was mad, wasn't it? Because that was actually 
new territory for us yeah. for like to go out to like bigger distributors and to talk to sales agents distributions and, and you know we went to afm yeah. the big the biggest thing is again when you turn around because for us I, I pat myself on the back it's 10 grand it's eight days but you say that to people and they they expect oh, that's a part like of a, yeah, yeah. yeah like <laughs> i keep saying oh you shot that on your camera phone it's this yeah, yeah. terrible acting. Um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know you've you've got your neighbor and your pet dog to do the lead role and, and all the, the dog's better than the name no um <laughs> but and it's like but it was like no mate here's my teaser trailer and it just so happened I think it was the song. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a remix version of You Spin Me Round Round. Mm. And it was just bang. And people saw that. They saw the cinematography. They saw it. Uh, and it was like... They saw those little shots that you shot. Yeah, that are especially for the trailer. Which is about thinking. selling the movie. They're not yeah. going to watch the whole thing. They'll no. watch the trailer. And right? because, because you can demonstrate you understand that part of the business. I'm, always, I'm more business. I'm from business background. I'm not from a film background. Mm. I get the business side, which I think a lot of people in the UK, because we don't have a proper industry here, they, they don't get the business. It's all creative, creative, creative. And it's like, this is why you, you drop it. You need to know the business side. So because I, you could go to distributors and go, I understand my film. This is how I would sell it. Mm. Would you sell it the same way? And they watched the teaser trailer and they were like, okay, you get it. Yeah. Um, and of course, in, in the UK, we was quite fortunate because, because obviously the landscape and everything I went through. I, over the years, although a lot of the doors were shut to me, a lot of people would lean out the windows and talk to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you know you see? Shouting from afar. Yeah. yeah. And I always got um, that everyone wanted to work with me. They was admired, but they can't publicly support it. They can't say it. And I was like, no, I, I get that, I get that. To be but, fair, a lot of people were saying, do something else. Yeah, and that's what they were saying. Come back to us, get, do get, something get else. Get someone to do yeah. the next one, mm -hmm. so that becomes forgotten, yes. and then we'll work with it. So to be fair, now mm. we're getting some lovely little offers coming so this through. Is great. But yeah. this is because, what I like to hear. Because obviously... Not the eight days and not the money, but as you say, it's the fact that not only did we get a distribution deal, but it's a physical yeah, distribution yeah. deal. Mm. You um, delivered. You delivered. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So, so that's what it was. So in the UK, it was quite easy. We had a bit of a bidding war. Well, I say a bidding war. We had about five different UK that's distributors. That's a bidding war, my friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Big deal. All yeah. one in tank to the point where it was like, yeah, but this one's offering an MG. Minimum guarantee. And they were like... A rarity in this business. Yeah. Well, non-existent, yeah. to be yeah, fair, yeah, at yeah. micro-budget level. So when we went, yeah, they're offering us an MG. And I went, how much are they offering you? 10K. And I went, 10K? How, how much? 15 years? I went, no, five-year deal. Wow. And they were like, oh, we can't compete with that. What if we did 10 and 20, 10? And, 10? and it was like... Mm -hmm. Let me think about that one. Yeah, all right then, mate, because now we're, we're even. Sure. We've yeah, made, we've made the money already. Back. You mm -hmm. know, Damien's got the 10K back in his pocket. Mm. We haven't even released the film. So come the rest of the world, that's all profit. So we've got no uh, no investor to pay back. Mm -hmm. There's no disgruntled people, as you know. If mm. you can't pay back the investor, why are they going to mm. go again? And that's another thing the film make, the young filmmakers today don't get. It's like, I'll take the money, I'll spend the money. And it's like, well, there's still someone who's going to be there with his hand out at the end of the thing going, well, where's my money back? And you don't put the money back. He's not invested in the next person's film. And, yeah. Um, so the fact that, obviously, there's no bad thing. Someone wants to look at our P&L, it's like, boom, there you go. We make profitable films. Granted, it was a 10K film, and if you can't make 10K back, something's wrong. But... Um, <laughs> um, 
but we can open our books because the way I see it, from what, from the units, in, by the end of week one, I'm not sure if you meant to say this, but at the end of week one, we sold over 2,000 units in the UK. Yeah. Which, again, no promotion outside of oh, Diane and the actors and all the thing. Um, no big release from the distributor. No, it was like the distributor kind of forgot about us. And we, yeah. we, we did the push ourselves. So for all that bargaining for us, they got it and then whatever. So it's like, no. That's okay, fine. Not bothered. No. Um, I'll do it. You'll do it yeah. because, hey, <laughs> yeah. your lot will buy it. Your lot yeah. will see yes, exactly. it. Yeah. That circle so, we're talking so about. We, we did just world. over 2,000 units week one, which everyone's probably going... That don't sound like a lot, but again, if you're in the micro budget, two thousand is a lot when mm. you compare it to what other bigger films mm-hmm. have sold. I always remember Jawbone by the boots on about the BFI, uh, uh, Paddy earlier. Constantine one, is yeah. that Jawbone? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with Ray Winston and all the rest yeah. of it. Two million budget. Mm. They first week they sold less than two thousand units, so that was a two million, wow. all singing, all dancing, famous faces, boxing, gangster film, mm-hmm. and we outsold them. Week one. So, from our point of view, yep. Mm. Yeah, pat on the back, done well, already making Um, money. We're proud of that. Yeah, you should be. And obviously, it came out in the States last week. I don't know the physical unit sales yet because it's quarterly with them, but I do know just on Amazon alone, it's had now because I checked before I come out um, 1,300 downloads. Yeah. That's incredible. So, So, we know. We had the audience. So, again, talking about people that give you negative reviews and everything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so now go suck it, mate. I really don't Mate, that's care. brilliant. It's yeah. such lovely to hear because it means that, not that it's massive amount, but money's coming back to the filmmakers. Yeah. People who are making them, yeah. in some way, it means that you go, yeah, so we did that, successful, thank you, yeah. you can do it too. Yeah. Now let's go make another one. Yeah, make yeah another definitely. And, and, and like yeah. I say, because we did do the next one, We've got four or five different offers on the table, four or five different projects, and it's like we're not doing ten grand movies. No. We're not doing well unless we want to shoot no. in eight days. But it's like the money's gone up. Yeah, the the trust has gone up. The mm-hmm. offers are like, mate, and this is great. And those people who good. stuck by you during that time, oh, now you yeah. can repay yeah. the favour. Oh, yeah, you yeah, came yeah. on this one for yeah, now, mate. Here's a little bit. Do you want to come and do this? And one I now? think, yeah. I mean, I think that's a really interesting point because there are companies out there that are making those maybe the the lower budget action movies around the half a million, yeah. a million, you know? And the fact that, and I, I'll know for a fact that, you know, I know some of them are my friends and I know they'll go, well, this guy, they won't look down and go, oh, well, that was made for 10 grand. They go, well, he made that for that? Yeah. Imagine what they can, he could make for 200. Ah, yeah. 300. Well, you you yeah. say that, you say that. Oh, right. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so I, I'm completely wrong now. No, no. So, so I had the same thing. It's like, this is what I did for 10. Yeah. Let me show you what I can do for 100. It's going to be 10 times better than this. Yeah. Let me show you what I'm going to do mm. for this. But a lot of the people turn around and went, well, I'll give you 10. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> of course, they want the return yeah, you don't on the yeah. yeah. Those no. guys, don't no. work with them. No, no. Well, that's, well, we, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, obviously we, yeah. we don't. But yeah. the point being, it was like, well, no, I did that for that yeah, very reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to be, become the 10 grand guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. yeah. Because obviously I want to keep wanna, going. Yeah. 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 You told me to go make something else. We've made something else. Now we want to make something better. Too right. It's... Fantastic. You've done a brilliant job. 24 hours in London, 24 little hours, whatever one name you want to call it, is out now. You can watch it. Please do download this properly, the proper way. But if you do download it the illegal way, you know my friend who does, tell him to write a nice review because <laughs> fuck you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> absolutely it's so important um and where can people follow you online obviously dan let's start with you because of your wonderful social media presence and if you're not following dan and i have given you many shouts outs on the you podcast you have so well, many you're which so is nice so to lovely. me oh my pleasure where can they follow you um i'm at candy streets weird name where's it come from i've always wanted to whoa, whoa, whoa. She dig it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you podcast Back in my days, <laughs> candy streets, okay. candy streets. <laughs> this podcast is going to change. It's Go really it. boring, actually. Oh, you killed it! Make up a story. <laughs> I used to do. Oh, you sold sweets in the shop? No, not at all. No, oh, okay. I used to do um, graphic design, and that was my um, name oh. for that. Why? Uh, I do you know what? I, I've no idea why, why. Why was it? I'll tell you why. <laughs> Is because this a long be, one? Be, no. no. <laughs> okay. Be, before Candy's Treats, she went by the name. Oh, Candy Ass. Candy yeah, Ass. Which yeah. is from The Rock from WWE. Yeah, I'm a big fan of The Rock. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, so her original email was Candy Ass at uh, Talk21. Whatever that was. Yeah. So old, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then but then she Candy said. Candy Ass, but it's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then she went, I must grow up. This is the internet. And went to Candy, because obviously you've already got the candy, and went to Candy's Treats. There yeah. you go. But they're Candy's Treats on Twitter. It, it is what it is. Follow. It is what it is. It is what it is. Paul, where can people follow you? Um, I'm just under London Knights, which is L-N-D-N-K-N-T-S. Yeah, you've got a weird one, I know. Because like I say, I'm not out to promote me. I can't. I can't. I'm old. I'm in my 50s. I really can't stand social media. You look amazing for that. Wow. It's the beard. It's to keep the beard, isn't it? If I start getting bold, I'm going to... I have a beard now. Fair play. But you had a fantastic beard on Knights of Camelot. That beard's amazing. I can grow a great beard, but not as good as yours. I have a lot more white hairs in mine. And I only shaved the other day. It's ridiculous. Wow. You'll see the photo. We're going to take a photo in a minute, and you'll see that, everyone, and you'll see how lovely Paul's beard is. You can also follow the film at 24 Little Hours, Indeed, yes. Yes. Yes, 24 Little Hours. Was not, yeah, not 24 hours in London. Oh. Sharpie, where can people follow you? Uh, I'm on all the Twitters. So, uh, all the Twitters. So, people have switched off by now, mate. I know, I know. So, just make it quick. Uh, I, I, I think, what, what am I? I think I'm on Twitter. I'm Ian Sharp One. Or is that Instagram? I think. I don't just look for me, Ian Sharp. I'm Ian there Sharp. somewhere. You're there uh, somewhere, fine. There's not many Ian Sharps. So no, yeah. but you're on Sharp House, so you'd be yeah, able to yeah, go you can to find, Sharp House. Yeah, you can go on Sharp House and pictures. find Pictures.com. Yeah. Uh, just Sharp House. Right, yeah. good. That's us, yeah. Uh, you can follow me at Giles Olsen. You can follow the podcast at Filmmakers Pod. Please do. If you've liked this in any way, do subscribe. It means the world to us. And if you do like this, uh, give us a nice five-star review. Yeah, and do. when I mean that, do. And, and write something nice as well. It, it does make a difference. It really does. Um, remember who your audience is. And if you're lucky enough to rise up and do well, it's your duty to send the elevator back, back down. down. I love it when people join in. <laughs> um, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much, Paul. Thanks for having us. Thank, Thank you, you, Diane. Thank you. It's a real pleasure. Ian, thanks for joining us. My thanks pleasure. for coming in. We will see you next Tuesday. Do make your film. Go out there and do it. If you can do it like these guys done in eight days for 10 grand, what have you got to lose? What are you waiting for? Be inspired. Get out there. Mm. Make it happen and get in contact and let us know you've done that. And then you can come on this podcast and be immortalized forever as well. <laughs> Take care, everyone. See you later. Bye. 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 <laughs>